0: Greetings everybody, this is a Travel Addict Podcast where you can hear candid stories and discussions about business and adventure travel from around the world. With activities such as trekking, diving, camping, driving, cruising and just plain chilling out somewhere, we talk about lots of experiences in places all over the world including the grand, the remote, the edgy, the risque and ones of questionable merit. Education, fulfillment and wonder enrich our lives. And of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, everybody. The travel addict here, Malcolm Teasdale. Now I have a young lady on the phone by the name of Emily Braun. And I like what she does for a living because she provides expert advice on relocating overseas. So, out there, if you're interested in getting out of the country, I might think about it from time to time. Then, this is a podcast for you to listen to. Now, Emily, are you there? Speaking from Toronto, the great city of Toronto.
1: Exactly, it's me, Emily Brown, speaking from Toronto, Canada, and I'm happy to be on your show and inform you and. Everyone who listening to us about what I'm doing, what I'm uh, providing, and what I'm about these days.
0: Just a sideline. Oh, the snow gone away up there yet?
1: <laughs> no, no snow. And no. obviously, the uh, virtual background you see behind me—it's a place to be. It's not exactly reflecting my uh, Toronto environment. It, it's uh, it's nice now, at least no snow. <laughs> But uh, I wish everyone to be in a place of warmth and freedom uh, all year long, or at least uh, at winter, or at least sometime in a year. It's uh, one of the reasons uh, I started my business.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're going to pick up some good advice from you today. Now, of course, you you contacted me. You have uh, some good experience. of. Uh, you've, you've been to quite a few countries. Uh, you've visited 40 countries. But... You've also lived and worked in four countries. Now, aside from Canada, where else?
1: Uh, I was born in a country which does not uh, exist anymore on a map. It's a former Soviet Union. And my first travel experience was actually in the border of Soviet Union. So I was born in Moldova, what is now independent Repo- Republic of Moldova. Yep. I lived in what is now independent Republic of uh, Ukraine. Uh, In Russia, and I was traveling, you know, in Baltic countries, in Caucasus, like several times uh, uh, when it was still uh, Soviet Union. So um, my first kind of official immigration from uh, Soviet Union uh, was uh, to the state of Israel, uh, where I spent uh, seven years. And my second immigration was uh, Canada, where I'm living already for 24 years and i was sure that uh canada would be my last uh, how it sounds the place <laughs> to live uh, with my family but uh, you know life is changing uh circumstances around around us are changing uh, at least i see it this way so but i'm open adventures i have a lot of uh, travel experience and i started to look for uh, next place where my next chapter might be years ago. And COVID just uh, speed up, you know, the many processes and I'm offering my knowledge, my connections uh, and um, a lot of materials uh, to people uh, now as the owner of International Lifestyle Consulting. <laughs>
0: You know what? You you mentioned there, Canada's great, obviously, and I really like living in Canada. Like you, you probably get itchy feet. That's what I call itchy feet. And you just want to be able to to get out of town. I don't know if you've been fully vaccinated yet. Um, I think Canada's a little bit behind the US. I have. So I'm making moves next month to uh, get out of the country for a month. Looking forward to that. I I don't know what to expect, but I'm going to try it. But, yeah, I mean, you mentioned all these places you've lived, And one place you mentioned there, I hope to be visiting there in September Ukraine. I've actually got a flight ticket to, I'm coming from Asia at the time, but I'll be flying into Kiev and staying there for three nights. And it's it's a great city, is it? I've read a lot about it. It should be. No,
1: it's architecture. It depends what you like, what you're looking for. I am, for example, uh, always like culture, history. I'm reading in advance about new place uh, I would visit. So if you up to history, architecture, people, and food, it's one of the ancient cities of Europe, in Eastern Europe. It's still and very beautiful. Yep. And I believe you will find things to do. If you need special consultation, I can provide you by
0: free. <laughs> well, okay. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I'm staying in a hotel, and I can't pronounce the word. It begins with... Cri- K Kriyashak, something like that. But it's it's, it's that that's where apparently I'm staying. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. So that's good. Now, you've obviously um, been living in different places, but you've had a few sort of directions in your sort of life or lifestyle. And you now have this organization. It's called the Lifestyle Consulting Company. International
1: um, Lifestyle Consulting. International.
0: Okay, got it. Why don't you tell tell me about that? I've got your website up here, but why don't you just uh, tell me about uh, what you do with this company?
1: So actually at this point, I'm solopreneur with some people helping me, you know, on marketing and other sides. And what I'm doing, uh, I'm helping people to find destination, create personal plan and customize solutions For the best for them, place for life, work, and retirement overseas based on the customer budget, personal preferences, desired lifestyle, connecting with reliable local professionals abroad. So the destination countries you see on my website, it's not just countries that I like. I like like many countries in the world and cultures. But from practical perspective, living in North America, uh, I'm considering and doing research for years. I know that these countries attracting North Americans and my potential clients living in US and Canada. And I'm offering variety of countries because actually I'm offering variety of lifestyles, different budget, different requirements, different people. Uh, I know, for example, that Europeans, specifically Eastern European like me, uh, even for retirement or uh, remote work, prefer European countries. Some people as well. So here you are. I have uh, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Bulgaria in each of these countries uh, where I have connections providing different type of lifestyle for different yeah. people. It's what they're about. Uh, majority. In North America, used actually to relocate for retirement to um, Latin America, Mexico, part of North America. It's, by the way, country when I'm considering probably my uh, retirement, uh, at least for part of the year. So it's how it started. It started from uh, Mexico. And uh, the more I'm getting connections and more I'm traveling, I'm traveling for the purposes to see how people are living in different countries. So expat communities and actually communities itself, it's a part of my interest in every country I'm speaking about. Because from my immigration experience, which I'm absolutely not confusing with travel experience, it's absolutely different uh, experiences. <laughs> yeah, I, I And I know the difference um, I understand how important for people to have community, specifically when they, you know, landed first and they need to have uh, advices and, uh, and actually company to be with. Um, so that's why communities are part of my interest on yep. each of these countries.
0: Yep. Ex- excellent. And uh, it's, I know it may cross people's mind to move somewhere, but the thought of actually putting it into place, the logistics of doing so, it seems so far out there. I get it. I, I understand. I, I've thought about it. I've lived in five countries myself. Even now, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, a lot older. Would I consider just living in another country for three months? Absolutely. I, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. You know, to get out of here during well, we don't have a. The, the tough season where I live is is usually July, August, where it gets stinking hot. And it'd be good to get out of town for those months. And it's tourist season as well. But I think even if some people just went away for like two or three months a year, that would be great. But I know people just get up and leave permanently. With regards to that, because you're in Canada, I'm in the US, so I'm I'm a British and a US citizen. But I'm, I have to act like an American, of course, but for me to just pick up and go to a, a foreign country, I have to be aware of the uh, the taxes or, or me getting Social Security or what am I liable for even though I'm living overseas, for example, tax returns. Does that apply in Canada if you're moving from Canada?
1: Uh, no, there is difference between Canadians and Americans in regards to taxes, and I know about it. Uh, when I would advise people, obviously, I I know the Canadians and what. Uh, and but anyway, uh, I advise people to connect with tax advisor if they thinking about relocation, like even six months or full time relocation. It's uh, what I'm about actually to. To advise what should be done correct way, and if people don't have contacts, to connect them, being its financial advisor because maybe they need to reconsider the you know financial planning uh, for time being, tax advisor, uh, and I have contacts uh, to help people uh, if they Americans or if they Canadians as well.
0: Yeah, very very important. Um, it may or may not be a factor, of course. Uh, but it depends, obviously, people just gonna kind of want to leave the country totally and sort of revoke their American citizenship because you, some countries you go to, and if you become a citizen elsewhere, you can't, with some countries, I guess, not have dual citizenship. And
1: I know, yes, uh, yes, it's, it's, uh, uh, I know about countries uh, I'm working with and I'm following the news because, uh, um, already countries changing some immigration uh, policies, and I believe it would be in the future, uh, specifically Schengen zone, European countries. And we know about Caribbean countries uh, who are offering like digital nomad visa, trying to attract uh, remote workers or people with the capital. Like a lot of changes are happening in, in, in this um business, I would say, or actually life because different uh, countries trying to attract now uh, professionals, uh, money, uh, people. And I'm trying to be on top of these changes. And even speaking about taxes, it's not secret. The taxes are raising uh, in uh, United States. Uh, They are to be raised and it will be just beginning probably in uh, Canada, in UK. In Australia, and so you know, first world countries became more and more expensive. Cost of living, health expenses, which is very important for uh, yep. Americans specifically, and other consideration—it's what really pushing uh, now some people who even didn't consider before and didn't you know were thinking about these opportunities uh, to look for. Some people say Plan B. Uh, Some people say investment opportunities uh, abroad, it's good to have a vacation home or, you know, another property, uh, say in Mexico, in Central America, why not uh, if life became so so, uh, expensive here? uh, So actually remote workers uh, over the last year, uh, people who found the same working at home, uh, providing the same work they did before in the office, now might consider like, they realized why we need to spend all this time confined in Canada, as me and other Canadians do now. We still on a sort of lockdown. We still cannot leave the country, but it's temporary, I believe. But with raising cost of living and you know climate, uh, people uh, spend better time, quality lifestyle. You know, yep. in the Caribbean. South of border doing the same job and uh, uh, enjoying life with a family.
0: Uh, yeah, it, without a doubt, um, life is short, and um, it's all about enjoying whatever time you got left on the planet. Now, I've got a question here, I think I may know the answer, but correct me if I'm wrong, with Europe, because I said I'm originally from England. Could I go and back, could I go back and live in England?: Yeah, for sure, I had three months to live in the countryside, but growing up In England, it was just no people. You know, my buddies. We we went to Spain for a holiday, and you know, in our late teens, early twenties. And but even now, these guys who I'm still friends with, many of them have places in Spain where they just go to for several months of a year. They live in Spain, and Portugal is also a desirable place to go to. Now, am I right in thinking like Spain and Portugal are probably the the hot places to go to in Europe, to retire in, or at least stay for a few months. Am I right assuming that?
1: Absolutely. That's why I selected Portugal and Spain. And I can tell you that my main partner in Portugal and Spain, it's actually a gentleman from UK, a Portuguese who is working for years already uh, building active retirement communities in Portugal, in Algarve, and in Spain. He is really specializing providing uh, services and uh, different uh, real estate option. It might be rental, not only. Um, uh, I, I never say like buy or invest. There are different options, but people need uh, to be aware of it. And speaking about Portugal, by the way, it's historical connection with Great Britain for more than a century. Uh, British were uh, having uh, their second vacation home or retired in Algarve region. That's why Algarve is speaking English mostly. That's why in Algarve, you have a lot of medical services uh, which are provided in English. And it's attracted not only British, a lot of uh, Scandinavians, uh, Germans, I would say even probably, um, it's it's kind of the same as as Spain, but Portugal lately uh, attracting uh, more people, Portugal less expensive, and the uh, policies Portuguese uh, government, uh, uh, you know, offering, it's actually number one uh, in Europe uh, country to live in when you retire. And not only when you retire, they changing from the last year, they uh, get with like D7 visa uh, and a lot of digital nomads uh, prefer prefer to live in Portugal in different regions as well.
0: Excellent. Now, I, I do know someone who's living in Portugal, and they're quite content there, actually. And I thought, you know, it does sound rather delightful. And I've read the International Living magazine. Or they, they seem to promote it as well. So it's out there. It's one of my, lists of possibi- oh, my list of possibilities with at least Europe, apart from England, of course. So, uh, yeah. Now, funnily enough about Spain is uh, I never thought this was a fact until recently. i got a close friend who actually lives in Wales, And he owns a place, he goes out there for a month or so in a year, but he was in a very, very bad car accident while in Spain. And he had multiple injuries. One thing he did say is that the healthcare system in Spain is actually superb. And the rehabilitation he was put through, everything, he said it was just brilliant. And he made, I wouldn't say rapid recovery, but he made an excellent recovery from that. Um, So that's one thing that obviously is... Is something that got to be part of people's heads when they go and move somewhere. There's a number of factors, but healthcare has to be one of them, especially if they're relocating later on in life. If people are in the sixties, seventies, or even or fifties, I guess you got to be concerned about the healthcare. Now, I've been living in the United States for thirty-five years, thirty-six years. Healthcare is expensive here, right? I know, and you're 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 aware of that, of course. It's really expensive, and but some countries are not expensive at all. Um, have universal healthcare, but the quality is also good. So that's obviously I would think a big factor for people when they make that decision: what is the healthcare system like? So would you agree?
1: Obviously, and I can tell even more. Uh, I started my business doing medical tourism. So medical research was kind of foundation of international lifestyle consultant because before I've had my small uh, uh, travel company, boutique company, uh, Travel Passion, which I turned to be international lifestyle consulting and main direction I was developing and it was to Latin America, to Mexico and Costa Rica. It's medical tourism, dental services. Being Canadian, I can, like from my own experience, I knew what kind of services I couldn't get in Canada or I should get, uh, you know, waiting for, you know, for six months. Uh, So I started to do my research. I started from Europe. Uh, It's a different topic, but I realized that for North American, like uh, logistically, uh, Mexico, Costa Rica and Panama would be more convenient. And after then, I started to develop. as a a travel um, advisor, travel agency, uh, looking for retirement places program. And obviously, uh, health care, health insurance, uh, hospital location, and my connection, I was even looking for connection, uh, for alternative uh, medicine connection in Mexico, which is known uh, in this field. It's uh, all, uh, you know basis of uh, and i continue to to get reports i understand i am in the same group like you can imagine and and even after covid people of all age you know each of us understand how important um uh, health consideration might be and it's not only for them by the way now medical insurance, correct medical policy will be part of the travel. Probably you already discovered it. So even you're coming specifically in Europe, they're very strict uh, about their borders. We will see how it's gonna be later. If it will be so open how it was before, I mean Schengen Genzon, uh, but uh, coming for three months or for six months, it's a different story. Because, by the way, as a North American, you cannot spend more than three months in the European Union. Right. And right. so you need to get out, and every time you need to, to have insurance, and even to apply uh, to visa, you need to be already insured. So, obviously, this consideration now became kind of cornerstone of traveling and relocation as well.
0: Yeah. All countries are made equally, and I know some countries... Uh, depending on how long you want to stay, require an investment of sorts, monetary, or or put money in their bank. Some countries aren't as bad. I, I don't know the details. You will know that information, of course. But moving on to sort of Latin America, let's include Latin America as a whole, Central and South America. Are the really best places now uh, that I think you mentioned a couple that people might consider moving to and i've heard this a few times costa rica panama and maybe ecuador do those places make sense to you
1: they make sense to many people <laughs> not to me and i'm following the statistics yes uh, ecuador but depends what people are looking for like it's a budget it's a distance uh, i mean what i'm considering when i'm uh uh, advising people what might be the best uh, place and country for them. It's specific circumstances uh, uh like, for example, Mexico. Uh, it was, I think, and still a little bit uh, underrated, but it's a great country and it's part of North America. When I'm uh, again underlining it, I would like to point your attention that logistically, like many people, you know, like Americans and even Canadians, can drive to 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 Mexico, and we have six months on tourist visa. We don't need any immigration paper, oh. even It's Like it's a lot of, and, and the economically, it's uh, it's part of uh, uh, our um, I would say economical niche, and they have the same stores. For many people, it's uh, uh, it's easy uh, to to adjust, and there the million and 500 Americans and Canadians who are living in Mexico just officially. When I say officially, uh, I mean they have permanent or a temporal status, residency status.
0: Residency status. Yes. So uh, people
1: found it for years, they considered, but different communities. And Mexico is a big, again, it's a big country with different states, Mexican states, different nature uh, different people living in different uh, states it's what I'm about to, to help even when when uh country is selected there is difference with cost of living uh with uh, for example I have my place already uh, I have apartment in Riviera Maya uh so when I did it like three years ago I've had one consideration actually I was influenced by international living uh but uh, now I get another sources, my own sources and connections uh, in this country. But after some time, I realized that it's good for, you know, to spend a week or two. If I would consider to leave like longer winter, yep. I, I, I would move to, to different places. I found the better places. Like I like central Mexico. Why? Because I like culture. I like people. I don't need, to, you know, noisy beach every time like to spend time. I, I like i I'm not good with humidity. It looks like small, but it's a very important factor for your well-being, uh, specifically when you're aging. So I'm taking consideration all this aspect of well-being
0: you know when you when we talk about Mexico, and uh, I, I was fortunate to go there uh, during my working years, and you get a good taste of what it's like. But when you suggest like Mexico is really a decent place to go to, I've heard that. You know, with all due respect, Mexico City, I don't think is the place I would want to go to because it's chaotic, basically. And you won't want to drive there, of course. It's like driving in Delhi, India. You just don't do it. So I'm assuming you mean, so like Guadalajara is a cool city, uh, for example. Um, But are you on about the coastal cities or what would be the, the... a couple of cities that come to your mind where you said, these are definitely retirement havens and there's expat communities there. Whereabouts in Mexico?
1: No, I can tell. Like Mexico City, I like, but not more than weak, uh, as you mentioned. Because I like museum. By the way, in Mexico City, there is more museum than any other capital of the world. And for me, it was big. Uh, but to live in this city, it's a different story. There are many other beautiful cities and communities and again, depends. What do you like? Like Merida, it's number one uh, safest city in Americas, Better than the United States. But Merida, for example, with all the cultural, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's UNESCO site, a uh, city. Like it's very humid for me. It might be good for other people. So I have better uh, better uh, options uh, or varieties like Curetera, Guanajuato, San Miguel de Allende. Oaxaca, uh, and obviously Riviera Maya where many people uh, like known to the people, yep. Baja California which I visited, um, and uh, Puerto Vallarta, and many developing areas uh, in in these countries, and uh, by the way, I was planning to spend uh, winter, this past winter in Mexico, with itinerary to visit seven different states and different cities which I selected Look, I know uh, uh, expat communities are strong in to just to analyze, to see what kind of people, what's the difference between cities and people are living over no. there. Uh, but it didn't happen for, because uh, like ticket was canceled. I still hope, um, I'm planning to do it in September when I will get my second shot and uh, borders will be open for me. Uh, but Mexico is different. And again, some people uh, prefer some, you know, um remote place. They don't want to see, uh, there are people, even young ones. Um, uh, there's the islands, there's the cities, there's the small cities. And again, depending of knowledge of language, uh, so maybe if a person is speaking Spanish or he's open to learn one, it's better to live with local community. It's what I'm proposing as yeah. well. And you need to be adventurous. Obviously it's not for everyone. It's like you and me, we understand. It's uh and I'm fully clear, and I'm saying it in advance. You should have certain personality and you should like, you should be open to learn about different cultures. Yeah. different oh, exactly. People. You should be good with people and not uh, judge them and to understand that you are coming to their countries and you don't need to expect that they will serve you. And by the way, Mexicans and others, they really trying and uh, you know, they—they nice people. They might not do, you know, something as you expected, but you know, common sense and um, clear expectation—it's what I'm about. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, common sense is the right thing. Yeah, Mexico. My time there, I always thought the people were welcoming, and a great work ethic as well. And I—I I was amazed by that, and um, I really like going down there. Now, Asia. Um, the reason I've been, I lived in Singapore for a couple of years. Have you had any experience in uh, spending any sort of lengthy time in any part of Asia at all?
1: Uh, I'm not offering uh, Asia now exactly for the reason that I've been. I've been in Thailand. I've been in South Korea. Um, but, um, yes, I I enjoy, I like the culture, uh, I'm very interested specifically about Japanese culture, but you know, practically speaking, uh, I see um, the big difference for, say, uh, no, North American, which uh, is uh, like person who is not from Asian culture. You know, to be um, no people. People I, I know there are communities, expat communities in uh, Chiang Mai, in Vietnam is very uh, populated, and it's it's. It's on my uh, list to do, but look, I'm solopreneur. I cannot cover all of the world. I'm following the news. No, I am very interested about this region, but I know that number of people already covering it. And um, telling the truth, like uh, for retirement, I, and I know from my uh, Canadian uh, people around me, like Chinese, they're, they're going back, actually not to China, to retire to Malaysia. To Indonesia because there are communities. Yeah. Uh, younger people prefer like changmei Again, that's why I'm saying different people uh, based on their background and what they are looking for, they really might benefit from this region uh, because cost of living, because of excellent medical uh, system as far as I know in Malaysia. Singapore, it's just jewel but it's a small place. Mm-hmm. But again, depending what people are looking for. And yep. being in, in Asia, it's, yes, it's a nice, uh, you know, a base to jump uh, to one or another country, but we will see how it's going to work after COVID war.
0: Yeah, I don't know. My, my experience there was because uh, I li- lived in Singapore and it's uh, virtually crime-free, a lot of freedom. Um, There's obviously different categories of freedom, human, personal, and economic freedom, but it is obviously a lot of freedom there Perfectly safe, zero crime, no one on the streets, no one on the streets like begging. Uh, So, and I use that in a respectful kind of way. It's, you just feel good there. Fantastic public transport system. However, it is expensive. It's got more expensive over the years. Thailand is insane. They got the, you know, great transport um, healthcare system and it's really good. Yeah, Thailand is actually one of the places I could go and live easily for three months. Having been there, I'll be back there in September, by the way, but I haven't been there probably every year for the last 10, except last year, 2020. It is very welcoming. The people are just great. So that's that's, that's up there. And um, so we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. As I said, I'm getting, getting away next month, but just down the Caribbean. And uh, that, that, that'll that be nice. Now, there's all of these places where people could go to. Now, I just wonder that if if you – are trying to talk to people and you and you're recommending you know these places and people are questioning why would I want to go there people where they were born and raised love their home they think it's the best country in the world i get that people have said to me before in america said yeah we live in by far the greatest country in the world and i said oh okay maybe so what makes it the greatest Right there, that conversation comes to a halt. Either say that because, well, it is. Everyone knows that. Well, yeah. So, and what I did, I, I, I took it on myself to, and I, I do lecturing on cruise ships when they get back on the, the, the sea. Took, took it on myself to learn a lot about the world world indexes. Now, you may have done the same. Yeah. And to learn what countries do things well and better than our home country and how we could learn from each other, it's all about learning the culture. So you know, with the, with regards to world indexes, it's, it's healthcare, the cost of living, safety, and all that stuff. So, so you say you, you take note of this as well, do you? So you know, you can advise people what they can expect. If they go to Costa Rica, if they go to Portugal, or if they would go to Asia, said, Well, yeah, I'll tell you why. It's good because they got the, you know, the, the one of the highest ranked healthcare systems in the world. Oh, it's perfectly safe. So you have all that information you have access to and you can advise people.
1: Obviously. I'm signed to reports. I'm looking to report. But, you know, uh, specifically later with a uh, grain of salt. Uh, because, for example, the latest report before COVID, which I uh, about health system, I, I like officially purchased, uh, and they were um, kind of um, under the WHO organization about medical systems. Uh, like, I'm just asking you, what is your idea? What were the best countries in the world in regards to the medical system? based on this report
0: yeah i think right now last time i checked the world health organization the usa were ranked 37th in the world
1: i'm not speaking about united states i'm sorry for me it's not center of the world as you mentioned before no. i'm speaking about like a health system
0: uh the one i read that uh, the top five spain france are up there singapore's probably high those three countries i think are some of the most highly rated ones
1: Yeah, by by the way, there is depending on on what exactly company report is derived, I found the difference. But uh, yes, the last year, the first place was Italy, the second was Spain, and the third was uh, France.
0: Yes. And with
1: all this due respect, like there is a report and there is reality. And, you know, over the last year, we've seen how different countries were affected. And by the way, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, there is no good doctors, obviously, they have good hospitals, they have, but something was not working. The same for UK, say, exactly, and, and yeah. Canada. So, um, and uh, maybe price model, maybe some, you know, different uh, aspects. So um, health consideration, it's very important pricing and specific condition for example in Portugal if you get residency uh, after 60 uh, you get medical uh, help uh, by free the same in Mexico uh, yep. uh, as, as a Portuguese in Spain you need to pay it's kind of uh, there is difference because countries are different but um, what I'm uh, about to say there's many factors which might affect personal uh, well-being what I was offering before uh you know for people to have some discovery tours to come to to the place and to have feeling of the place uh, to learn about the different regions before they will come to decision now it's a little bit challenging but i still offering uh, the tours but i'm not travel agency uh, anymore but what i would like to note from my personal experience it's very um, important to consider mentality of the people. You know, how, uh, like as a tourist, uh, yes, you might enjoy to spend a year or maybe working uh, in Singapore. I I know that it's an excellent place. um, Recently it was Hong Kong, never, it's not so attractive now because I know many people from Hong Kong coming to Canada now if they can. Uh, but, you know, how you culturally can be part of the local community, because people, if we are coming from different culture, and I know it's from my experience, uh, even with English, which is not uh, like international language in every place and country, but you need to be part of the community. It's what we are about. Uh, that's why for North American, I found uh, uh, Latin America, it, it, it's. Um, we are more familiar with it you know uh, people spend time uh, working and having business or uh, um, all-inclusive vacation in many of these countries so they think that they know about this country it's not exactly but at least they have some experience and logistically speaking uh, like for me to, to say to somebody from I don't know uh, middle States, even Florida, uh, United States, uh, you know, to relocate in in Thailand, in Malaysia, uh, I, I I wouldn't be very cautious if people don't have background, you know, family background, if they don't have language to to say, because it's far away from the family, from your local community, and if you are not with, if you don't have Vietnamese or Chinese roots, it will be hard for you. Specifically in this age group, you know, for baby boomers. When you are young, yes, it's it's a different uh, a different story. And I know, and you probably know about uh, hubs of the digital nomads in Vietnam. I'm very interested about it in Bali. There is a, a digital nomad uh, uh, villages, I would say, in Portugal. That's why I'm looking like age, cultural background, personal. You know, even personality type, I would say, Uh, because I don't want people, you know, to make this uh, big change in life and to be disappointed. And people should consider, uh, you know, how close they would like to be to the family uh, or their friends in country, home country.
0: You know it's it's one of these it can be a major decision obviously because you've got to get it right first time and of course it's a family and many people have grandkids at my age at least anyway and you've got to be careful that's why never totally disappear. I said, I'm going away for three years. It would be bad, but just a, a few months. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's there in, in, in my head. And um, myself and my wife talked about it a few times. And we're going to the islands, uh, the Cancels Islands, for the whole month of June and just going to chill out down there. But we're we're close proximity back to the United States. So it's it, to yeah. me, it's just fine. Um, but there's lots of possibilities anyway. But you offer something... Quite valuable to people out there, because I know, in fact, uh, you know, people people I talk to in sort of the, in the neighbourhood said, "Yeah, I'm, what about going to live somewhere else outside of you know, Florida? Yes, it does get hot in the summer. I get that, but just to learn a little bit about another country, just live there with expat communities, which they're all over the place. I think it's a great idea. Our, anyone can find you. You've got your site, Emily Bronn. .com can find all about you. You've got a fantastic picture on the cover there. And I'm looking at this. It's, where is that? It's like Bora Bora or in a Tahiti or something? Where is that picture?
1: Yes, approximately. Approximately. I, I can tell you that uh, uh, at, uh, starting from September, I'm planning to be in Central America and Mexico to visit uh, local expat communities in Nicaragua, Belize, hopefully like I will get to these places and I will um, have more content and, you know, live interviews and uh, blogs uh, coming from these places and maybe my picture would change, but for now it is what it is. And uh, by the way, I'm offering like um, investment uh, options in communities, like connections uh, of, of these places.
0: If people want to reach out to you, I'm, I'm thinking the best place they can get you is find all about you on your website, Emily Brown. It's,
1: it's a website. I just launched recently uh, YouTube, which will uh, get, you know, more yeah. content yeah. lately. So EmilyBrown.com. I have, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram um i i could have shared uh, like on all these links are uh, on my uh website uh and by the way on consultation page i'm offering know-yourself questionnaire for people to work you know on their desires and uh, the specific conditions uh, to to learn about themselves which i'm asking people to upload and maybe like to discuss with their partners uh, and family in advance to have some idea what what they're thinking about, and based on their questions uh, and answers to the questions, like they're coming to me and we're starting to work together. And um, next step to to set up a plan, you know, to to make it correctly, even for part-time living uh, here and there, uh, people should consider how to do it correctly, not to lose, you know, the residency rights or uh connection with home country or if they decided for some reason uh, to change it how to do it i might connect them you know with local uh, immigration and other professionals and countries of choice
0: yeah yeah it's a, it's a great idea and uh, people who are uh, as i said, just thinking about it, digital nomads it's a new term isn't it and uh, but it does exist yeah you can basically work from anywhere more efficiently today than you could 20 years ago. Yeah, it's uh, no harm. It's worth giving it a go. So everybody out there, if you've crossed your mind about just getting out of the country for a few months, i tell you what.
1: But, you know, with this coming, a lot of confusion because now, okay, you know, all is open. We can live in every place, but, okay, not every place might be good for you. Like, potentially, it's, you know, a lot of freedom and people are confused. And just to look on the internet you know, some people say, "Okay, people do research on Google." I say, "Okay, God bless you, because there's ocean of uh, sources and articles in uh, in Google." But and it might be nice place, nice pictures, but is it good for you, like for your particular situation? Well, well
0: exactly, yeah. Pictures say some some things, but. You know, you've had experience with this, and for reassurance, you get these people thinking, well, it seemed like a great idea, but there's so much junk out there on the internet. What do you believe? And we've got one shot at this, do we need to do it right? And there's all of these things that may be sort of foggy to people. You, they can turn to and ask those questions or consult with you to see, You know you can make them rest assured, like Costa Rica. No one ever thought about going to Costa Rica until recently. I, I cross my mind, but people typically don't consider it. But what I found out about it, it's livable, but you know a lot about Costa Rica and yeah, the expat communities there. And the people I know, or I've heard about going there, they go there and they, they love it. And just come back for family occasions back to the U S and it, it's a cool place. So all I like Costa
1: Rica. It's where I have my medical tourism. And I myself was at least a three, four, five times, in Costa Rica, and by the way, it's how I started my resort. But after some time, I understood that it's it's, it's you know there's changes in in every country. Okay. And by the way, the Pensionado uh, program, which was before attracting a lot of people years ago in Costa Rica, it's it's not the same now. They shut it down. That's why Costa Rica actually lost some of the appeal, and there is another country who are now, you know, taking this uh, um, torch and moving and attracting uh, different people. So Costa Rica is good, but like for me, Costa Rica it's, it's
0: kind of United States state, which is
1: okay. <laughs> I
0: I've, I heard that recently by someone who went to Costa Rica. I forget the name of the town they went to, and- but it became more expensive. Costa Rica became more expensive, really yeah. expensive. Correct. So it yes. became
1: expensive as um, United States. So if you like scenery, like the parks, I like people all. But if you uh, person is looking, uh, you know, to save uh, to to stretch the door, I'm sorry, Costa Rica now expensive. So go to Ecuador or even like Colombia became partially very popular lately. Yeah. Because uh, because of the, for for young people like
0: exactly life. a lot safer now than uh, than it used to be. Well, I t- tell you what, uh, Emily, great information, and um, hopefully, this this will provide some um, valuable knowledge to people who are actually uh, con- considering it. So, thanks for being here today, and I know how to reach you. And once this is posted, everyone else will know how to reach you. And uh, I think that's about it. you have anything else to say before we hang up here? Thank you. It was impromptu.
1: I like it, and I've had good time. And I would always be uh, happy to help you or anyone who hear me or even didn't hear me today but will be looking for my services. Again, international lifestyle consulting, emilybron.com, and I'm at your service.
0: Thanks, Emily. Take care. Best of luck in Toronto. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Many thanks for joining me today. This is Malcolm Teasdale signing off. Before I do, please check out my website, malcolmjteasdale.com for more information about my travels around the world. Okay, folks, talk to you later. Bye for now. Stay safe.